Name of Game Podcast. Name of Game Podcast.com. Available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify. Available everywhere. This is episode 84. I'm the MC, your host, the master of ceremonies. Let's go. You already know what it is. Black boy JB. He just got hit with a, a few criminal charges head on. Cops in Tennessee say that he turned himself in peacefully Thursday morning. The Memphis MC was busted on multiple charges. I didn't know Black Boy JB was from Memphis. But Black Boy JB was busted on multiple charges. According to the Shelby County Sheriff's Office, you'll recall authorities over the weekend said Black Boy JB was wanted for possession of drugs and drug paraphernalia, being a convicted felon in possession of a handgun, and for theft of property. Since the police put out the alert on him, he posted several videos on Instagram. It made it seem like he was not planning on turning himself in or going easily. It's unclear who or what convinced him to surrender. Probably his team or his lawyers, obviously. So if you don't know who Black Boy JB is, um, he made the shoot dance. He became popular after his hit single, Look Alive, featuring Drake in 2018. And you know his shoot dance that he created is uh, we we spoke about this before. Basically, Fortnite stole his dance. You know they stole everybody's dances, but the uh, Black Boy JB's dance was one of the dances that they stole. He's been in the media, very popular artist. I just it, it's crazy to to me to see somebody become so successful and then they're getting busted for these petty mining petty minor charges like your handlers your fucking uh your team your squad your lawyers your publicists everyone around you if they're making money with you as a business together they should be making sure that you're not involving yourself in any anything that's going to jeopardize that and of course it's not their um duty to do that but if you want to have a successful team you got to make sure that all of your teammates are doing what the fuck they're supposed to be doing and uh block boy jb um he's definitely a character i didn't know he was as young as he is he's a lot younger than me um but yeah he was busted on some drug charges i'll update you guys on that he was busted on drug and gun charges he turned himself in, so I'll, I will update you on that. I feel like things go a lot more peacefully when you turn yourself in and they're more lenient towards you, but we'll find out. Different states do things differently when it comes to gun charges, drug charges, all that stuff. So, so hopefully he can get up out of that mess, but a lot of the times that's putting yourself in a position where you're not supposed to be at, in a place you're not supposed to be at. If you're upper echelon, if you're a, a fucking, if you're a celebrity of any nature, you shouldn't be hanging out in the hood. You know what I mean? 
partying on the low. You know what I mean? There's a lot of things that... Obviously, I get it. You want to be a normal person. But there's things that you have to avoid once you become that popular and famous. And hanging out in the streets and doing this and that is one of those things that you need to avoid. All right, moving along. You already know what it is. It's episode 84. Back in this bitch. I wanted to discuss Vlad TV's interviews with Takashi 69s baby mother, Sarah Molina. What I wanted to discuss is, first of all, Vlad is crazy. He, he gets the craziest interviews. He gets people to just basically spill the beans and tell on everything and everybody. So shout out to Vlad for um, bringing uh, new content every day and getting interviews that other people can't get. Sort of like Joe Rogan. He gets these interviews that people just can't get at that time or it's, you know. Just a, a major presence in this podcast and online and all this all this shit. But Vlad TV recently sat down with Sarah Molina, that's Takashi 69's baby mother. And man, just watching this shit. I don't I was never a, a 6ix9ine fan. I never um condoned any of his funny shit that he was on. But what I do not condone is his lady just straight spilling the beans now that he's locked up and he's down. Like, you want to kick him while he's down. He must have been so horrible to you for you to talk like this or you're trying to um, smear his name and make sure that you're in the clear as far as you. So, I don't know. I think a lot of people, when you're gone, they count you out. They don't think you'll be back. Whether you snitched or not, you know, but I, uh, him snitching and all that is just a whole nother topic. But what disgusted me was when I, I'm watching these different clips because he hasn't released the full interview yet. He just, he drops them as clips and stuff like that. She just, I mean, she just going in, like just spilling the beans, telling everything about dude. And regardless, at one point in your life, you were in love with that. With that guy. I'm not even going to call him a man. I don't know what to call him. But at one point in life, you were in love with that guy. And you guys have a child together. So, you know, petty things could be forgiven. I don't know the whole story, what went on between you guys. Neither do I give a fuck. But when I see somebody's baby mother going on an interview while they're locked up and just totally kicking them while they're down... It just makes her look like a fucking uneducated clown herself. Because you were there for the wave. You were taking that money and shutting the fuck up when the money was coming. And now that the money is coming from another source, you're straight up just doing them dirty, talking down on them. But before, you were probably crying, calling them, begging them for money. But now it's, oh, he ain't shit. So you see how the world works. That's this dude's baby mother. You know what I mean? I don't know what actually was said or done behind the scenes, but I just feel like that's such a weak move to do that. Go on a podcast, go on an interview, go on a show. She's been doing different interviews and shit. Basically just trying to distance herself away from the bullshit and talking down on him like... He's still dealing with this shit and you're gonna... It's like you're making it worse for him. So, 
I don't know what he did to her, but she had nothing nice to say about him. And at the end of the day, fellas, if you ain't the one that's got the money and there's someone else paying your lady money. Because Vlad says he does, Vlad TV says he doesn't pay people for interviews, but she looked like she hurting out here. And uh, he, he threw her a couple bucks and said, come spill the beans. So that's what it looks like from my perspective. Who knows? But damn, it's the closest ones to you that do you like that and they're going to talk about you and spill the beans and just just uh, fuck his whole life up even more than he did his own self. So, like I said, I'm not defending him or any of his actions. I just, it hurts my feelings to see somebody's baby mother just kicking them while they're down and out. So, but once again, shout out to Vlad TV, man, just for fucking, even if you don't like all of his interviews or questions or anything you got to give him credit when it comes to getting these big interviews with people that people want to see quite frankly you want to fucking hear what they got to say about different topics and he gets these people it's like for a subject he has a video and an interview for everything so it's it's very crazy wide variety wide range uh shout out to Vlad TV I mean, hate him or love him, he's uh, bringing the interviews, bringing the heat, man. And, man, dude's baby mama, what a clown, man. It shows you how much of a fucking clown they both were. That bitch should go fucking dye her hair fucking rainbow color, too. You know what I mean? Put on a rainbow fucking afro, bitch, because you're a fucking clown. So recently, I don't know if any of my listeners, you possibly are... Fans of the Joe Rogan podcast, the Joe Rogan experience. Over the past few weeks, him and Alex Jones, they've been going at it and not seeing eye to eye. And then all of a sudden, he brings him on the podcast. So that was pretty crazy. And Alex Jones, like if you go through the comments, I mean, he's a pretty hype guy. But dude is just like anything they're speaking about. He's screaming their spit flying from his mouth. His fucking face is red. I mean, you got to give it to him whether he believes the crazy shit that he says or not. He's passionate about it. But what what I wanted to discuss is I thought it was so funny that even Alex Jones was threatening. Joe Rogan said it, you know, I'm coming after you, this and that. Because they've been friends for a long time. But they had a disagreement about something. Joe Rogan went and brought him back on the show. And... um it was almost like they brought him there to laugh at him because they, you know, he just kept going and going and they're dying. They're laughing at this guy in his face. And, um, you know, maybe some of this stuff that he says is true and maybe some of it's not. But I, um, what, what I'm saying is, is he's very passionate about every fucking thing that he's saying. So you got to give it to him. Can't hate on him. Uh, I think he's funny. You know, shit, shit's funny to me. But it, it's so crazy that he brought him back on the show just to basically laugh at him. Let him just go crazy. He knew he was going to go crazy. If you guys haven't seen that, go check out those clips. Uh, the Alex Jones. On the Joe Rogan Joe experience. Rogan, Joe Rogan is like Vlad TV in his own lane, basically, because... He just gets these legendary interviews that other people just can't get. Like you had Joe Rogan had Elon Musk on his show just smoking weed. Like 
what other what what other show are you seeing that on? You know what I mean? He's had Mike Tyson. He's had every single body. Anybody. He's had people on the show that you you wouldn't even think that he would be in contact with. So definitely a dope show. Um, it can get oversaturated, but at the same time, there's so much stuff to talk about and. His variety of guests on the show is what amazes me. So, uh, big inspiration, him and Vlad TV. Big inspiration, though, man. He gets the biggest interviews, biggest, uh, all that shit. So, definitely go check that out if you guys haven't seen it already. It's uh, it's number one on a lot of sites, the Joe Rogan podcast. So, I mean, the shit's probably the number one podcast in the world. The world, the world, the world, the world. All right, moving along, back with the shits. A 12-year-old boy appeared in court on Tuesday after he was arrested for allegedly selling his mixtape at a Georgia mall in October. Corey Lilcino Jackson, a young rapper, faces charges of disorderly conduct with violence, criminal trespassing, and an obstruction felony. Local news station CBS 46 reported. Jackson was in Georgia visiting family when he was arrested at the mall's food court. Police allege that the young rapper was taken into custody after he was told twice to stop selling his mixtapes there. But Jackson's lawyer has maintained his client's innocence. When he was there, he was not selling any CDs. So this little dude out here getting it, man, and they're just hating on him. Um, I know that they banned selling CDs in a lot of fucking places because it... uh, even 10 years ago, it started to become a real problem at shopping malls and even corner stores and shit. You know. He posted, uh, Jackson, he posted about his running with the police on Instagram multiple times, explaining that he's now scared of the police in an interview with CBS that he posted to his Instagram. He said he takes the whole situation as mind-blowing. I know that I didn't do anything wrong. He added in an Instagram caption that he feels like police treated him as if he were a robber or a murderer and called the police officer's body cam footage to be, be released. I mean, man, at the end of the day, this is a little boy. You can give him a warning. But to actually arrest him for trying to sell his mixtapes, he's just trying to pursue his dream. And, and yes, the law is the law, and and you can't be selling shit at some places like that. But I mean, you didn't have to go that ham on him. You could have, you didn't have to arrest him or none of that shit. You could have, you could have talked to the boy. And for him to feel like that is crazy because you know, as a young black man, young black boy, you already gotta feel like that anyways. That you're being targeted, and that 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 to him is calling. He's out there just trying to make it. You know, a little youngster like that out there trying to get it. So, shout out to Lil C Note. Hopefully, uh, this gives him bigger exposure so he could put out a mixtape or put out some shit online instead of trying to sell CDs like it's 1999. Cause one of his OGs got to speak to him and let him know that people ain't buying CDs no more. You know, so. Uh, we'll, we'll see if Lil C-Note come out with some shit, but it's crazy when stuff like this happens with rappers or underground rappers because it these news channels, sometimes they try to switch their names, but 
because they don't want to give him the exposure. But if you're talking about these people, these rappers in any way, in a negative or a positive light, they're going to be promoted by that. They're going to be seen by that. So that's why they say any any promotion is good promotion. Any publicity is good publicity, even if it's bad or horrible. Because if you're a mastermind at this shit, you could find a way to flip something negative into positive. You feel me? Name of game podcast.com. Let's go. Go, 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 go.